Hello, what's good? You hear me okay? Yeah, of course I can hear you, mate. You sound like quality. That sounds like a good quality mic you got there. Uh, yeah, uh, I've invested now. You know, now that I'm actually going into full-time editing and stuff, hopefully, like I've got to be able to do, uh, you know, to record a, a lot of voice clips and stuff like that, and you know, hopefully, <clears throat> proper podcast content like you down the road. Um, oh no, no, you know, no, for, no! For frame I'm, advantage I'm, I'm and trying. stuff. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm a. Yeah. I'm, a I'm a. I'm a squirrel no, trying the, to. Get a... the, honestly, mate, the most important thing um, it is just you know putting it out there, and you know your credit to you. You're, you're putting in the work, and you, you're putting it out there. You're doing it all yourself. And I can't. Can I? Can, can, can I be effort, honest with you? I've got six in the bank. You will make the seventh podcast I've done. In a week. <laughs> lucky number seven, eh? Yeah. yeah lucky let's let's hope I don't balls anything up too much. Yeah. Um, no. 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 Because what I've done is now I've learned. Like the genius say quite so I put them in the bank, I interview my friends, my true friends, and I'm gonna keep interviewing you guys over the years. And then eventually, mate, when I get this stuff onto like video form and video platform, eventually you guys we'll say something people. interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you guys, you guys will be the same people I have on all the time. So it will just constantly be the same people. And we'll oh, just okay. get okay. ourselves up instead of trying to get the world up, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's like it's like Yipes and Chris Matrix, man. Like, right, uh, Joe Rogan. Like okay. I said, Joe Rogan experience. That's what I try to. I get I get a lot oh, of input. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're wrong with interviewing your mates, man. So everybody, welcome to the Teddy Hoggle podcast. And as you can see from the title, I'm joined by an old, one of the great friends of mine, um, Dan the Sofa Soldier. So today, Dan the Sofa Soldier will be going through his top seven anime list it's going good so far with these lists i'm not getting quite of the same anime so i'm getting it good. could have been a lot more it could have been a lot more <laughs> it could have been so many more man like... <laughs> yeah. so, how's it going dan how you feeling how's life oh, uh i'm good man um for the most part yeah you know like lockdown was pretty rough for me last year you know like my like, I, I don't mean to get down in the dumps right away, but, you know, my mum passed on just before uh, yeah, lockdown happened. So I had to so I had to, I had to, to sort all of that shit out. You know, I had to dip into a lot of my savings, pay for the fucking funeral and all of that stuff. And then I had to move house. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, after that, you know, I got myself set up, you know, kind of uh, spent a bit more money, which I needed to, you know, to upgrade my gear and get ready. Just been shopping myself about and... Hopefully, like as of next week, I should be starting uh, with uh, Tyrant, uh, uh, his channel, uh, Frame Advantage, the um, kind of UK fighting game community, like uh, tutorial content creation thing on on YouTube, and you know I should be hopefully, uh, if I play my cards right, doing full time editing for him uh remotely so that's it right that's that's, the, that, that's all yeah mate that's all the positive we want like you know what i mean yeah, like just to try yeah, to exactly. the, the up and up you know yeah and, and if if that like if that is the thing that forces me into the fucking you know the the director's chair and get gets my my content creation gears you know like fl like flowing constantly i have to have like a goal i have to have a task you know I'm one of those people you know i'm a worker bee I need I need that direction and you know like now I've got that direction I've got something to shoot for you know and you know a little bit of money in my back pocket hopefully for it then you know it's it's worth it so yeah I've been I've been busy but uh you know some positive things on the horizon no that's that's good that's good uh, so I I, I I like I said to you I like the way I like the people that I'm trying to um, do these podcasts with are friends of friends and friends that can basically try to we can all try to bring up each other and try to give give each other content where it is positive and needed do you know what i mean so yeah with today i am going to be talking to you about anime now i know me and you have always been jrpg no american rpg and we like me and you have always been back and forth but we've always shared a common passion when it comes to anime so today yeah. you'll be running down your list 
of your top animes. Now, I'm not saying to you to make it from one to seven. Like, what's your yeah. best till first? You can I'll pick listen, any. I listen to a couple of the others. I'm just gonna do it in like any old order. Any or old form. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. That's good. Like, these so, are all, honestly, when you start getting into like the top ten, they're all so good. Yeah. That it's yeah. really hard to discern like at, at, you know an exact number for each one. Also, short disclaimer: I noticed, you know, James in particular, you're cheating, right? Like he's putting anime, <laughs> he's, he's, putting, he's putting anime movies in it, right? Like I love Ghost in the Shell; it's like one of my favorites of all time, you yeah. know, up there with Akira. Yeah. But them, them movies, I could have an entire top ten just for movies. So I, I kind of want to do a separate movies list. No, you can no, because what I was going to do with you guys, I don't know if you've realized, and this is one of my things i was going to do there is a green room spotify now and basically what you can do is you can all basically go in there sign in and just have a general conversation and it records and basically like oh, anyone okay, yeah, yeah and then anyone can basically around the world can just listen to us talking to about anime and it can basically people can chime in ask us questions what do we feel about this what do we feel about that so we can generally, but i will get the ball rolling on that at a later date you know what i mean That's yeah, just, it'd, be, uh, it'd be nice project. to do like a kind of a conference call thing you yes. know like through natively through spotify you know cut out all of the well they've done it they've done it it's called spotify like green room if anyone wants to know about it yeah. so Do, it is does everybody need, uh clear it up first does everybody need spotify premium um i it? don't know and i don't think so i don't know if spotify green room is something completely different because okay. i don't pay for my spotify vodafone pays for my spotify with me for me because i've been a preferred customer to them so yeah. i don't know but anyway before we get into anything else this is Dan the Sofa Soldier's top 10 anime. And please, sir, present your first anime. What is your first anime? Okay, right. So I didn't get 10 because, like, I, I could, I, I, honestly, like, it'd be, there'd just be too many. Yeah. But I'm going to start off with one that I don't think very many people pick, but I think is super influential and is just, like, really well written, really well envisioned, and one that I kind of considered a cult classic i didn't really watch it properly until a couple of years ago when it first went on netflix but yeah. i heard so many people talk positively about it and that's trigun like, i've never heard of this Tri Tri trigun trigun yeah. oh trigun like, the guy with the gun in the um in yeah, the, in the, in the, in the... vast the stampede you know like the 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 love the lovable rogue moving from town to town through the apocalyptic wasteland getting into trouble on the way like it's just it, it it's it's just it's fantastic you know it's it's so well realized the world is like bleak but funny at the same time and like the writing is like really charming the action scenes are great and super stylish um, it's never too over the top but it never leans into too many anime tropes too hard like it, well, it came like out in always... 1998 so yeah they they yeah. would have their own they would have their own thing about them when they make the show yeah know? yeah it's like it, i mean it's but but you know by 98 you know like the genre had been pretty well established for a long time and like what i loved was that it, ha it has more of that kind of like comedic happy-go-lucky kind of like cowboy bebop style uh, of writing um but with like the the super stylish action and stuff as well uh, and just like um it, it's not it's not set in a world that's meant to be like you know pretty or alive or like full of things going on um you know it's this bleak kind of post-apocalyptic landscape um yeah. but the characters give it all of the life you know and it feels like a really good mishmash of like you know your, your typical shonen action but you know with uh a more you know some more mature themes and also you know some really good l little slice of life you know funny moments and stuff from more regular serialized anime and i just think i had to give a nod to trigun because i thought you know the, the the first time I watched it, I was like, I was completely blown away. And I was like, wow, how have I not seen this over so many years? And I tell you what, my Crunchyroll subscription has been paying off in spades over lockdown. Like yeah. I've gone, they say never go full weeb, but I think I've got about 90% there. Uh, I think <laughs> only James has got me beat now. 
right? But he's got years of practice on me. Uh, so yeah, that's that, that's the seventh one that I got was Trigun. And yeah, I highly recommend it. If you've never watched it, people, go and watch it because it's great. And I think it's still on, on Netflix and it everything. It is, it is. I literally, I, literally, I literally just, I was on Netflix and I literally typed it in to see like if it was still there. Because I know... I remember the I remember the picture that it had. I remember the guy with the gun. So, what's the world building like? The character development is there? Is there a lot of world building in it? Uh, it's it's very slow, episode by episode. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't give you this like massive build up into like this is why the world is it is what it is. Like, uh, uh, like you you essentially you know you start the journey with the main character, and the world is fleshed out through his interactions with other people along the way it's like yeah. you're following following a guy on a journey through a world that feels like it feels hostile it feels kind of empty it feels like people are like very competitive over what resources are left and you know here's this guy who's kind of you know happy-go-lucky with like this um this kind of air of mystery or like is he or isn't he who they say he is this kind of you know legendary outlaw you know he can't possibly be he's far he's far too like jovial about the whole thing you know even though he can be kind of a badass like it's super understated and you kind of feel that he kind of lucks out half of the like <laughs> through like some seriously bad situations and through the people he meets yeah but that's what makes it so uh, great it is like it doesn't like i said it like it it, it grow the story and the world grow from the characters that he meets along the way it's not like they go out of the way to establish this big world straight away right like there's this huge build-up and then you you get to you know to to meet the main character and like then like you find their little piece of the world it's like no like it's it's the funnel that opens out you know you start with the character with their very specific way of looking at the world and um how they interact with other people and as he travels the scope broadens out and you think wow okay there's a lot more going on here than i initially thought and i think it's a very cool way of doing storytelling and um I think, um, I think it's a, it's a way that isn't done as much anymore. I think that's mainly for the sake of you know serializing stuff for television and the way that's changed. Yeah, I can, um, yeah, I can, you can. Um, yeah, it's more. If I don't mind, if I chime in, um, yeah, animes today are more franchise and business orientated. It. Oh, it's yeah. about the character model. It's about can they make money from the main character where and mm. it was easily it's easier drawn now because they have so much um yeah um, and, animated and to do it, one thing and then with, with trigon so much, yeah. Tri yeah trigon looks like it is old school drawn it's like it's taken a long time when i just read the description oh, yeah. from the top it said it's based off the manga they made sure they written yeah, in the yeah. title do you know what i mean yeah. so um from the way you're talking about it, though it sounds like if there is not a lot of world development in it it sounds like the character development is their main goal and they try to mm. push the story to evolve with the character yeah. and then the world building will become a part of it eventually you know what i mean yeah yeah they that's, give, that's they, the thing they give way to yeah, mystery yeah yeah that the, the, they they allow a certain amount of mystery and that means that when you find out more about the world through like the character's story that it's it's that much more interesting because you're like oh I didn't realize that had happened as well or i didn't realize that character had seen this happen somewhere else and that might be tied to this character's story that they've casually mentioned in passing before and like all of these little threads start to connect um and it's a, it's a really good way of of doing um of kind of retreading the same ground because a lot of animes are kind of set in very familiar um you know environments you know we see this with games as well uh like post-apocalyptic setting is nothing new right even in 1998 right <laughs> yeah after after third, post third world war post-apocalyptic setting right but like they changed it up in a way that was unique to that show and really allowed the story and the characters to shine and 
let the world build itself in the background yeah. and not be the main focus which i think is like so important for an anime like and so important for storytelling in general like the world is great but you should tell the story of the world through the characters you should find out about the world through the character story the world should never be the focus on its own because like if the world is really well developed but your characters are shallow don't have an interesting backstory don't have great motivations you know there's no questions you're asking about them you're not intrigued about certain things yeah, you know then what it is for me it's there's just no, another trope isn't yeah, it yeah there's no mystery yeah. there's no mystery when you're talking to about your friends like we used to yeah make up our a whole load of like um stories behind us i'm just going to use goku for instance or what was he going to turn into next they they left it open and i think that's where now anime is losing its touch but we can have yeah. a whole discussion about this another day oh, these yeah. are the discussions i want you unlucky retro and joel for when we like when i try yeah. to get you guys all together again um what is your next anime on your list okay the next one uh very similar to one james picked obviously i've picked the one that's actually the um the tv series and that's uh ghost in the shell standalone complex okay um, okay okay i think it's a fantastic um evolution of what you know uh, they established with the first movie you know with slightly more modern animation um techniques that really made like the characters and the scenery pop um and it really delves into the, the the greater lore of the world that they didn't have the chance to explore narratively in like a two-hour film you know or an hour and a half film actually with with ghost in the shell and like you learn much more about like section nine uh, and like all of the all of the characters in that world uh, and it just it gives you this opportunity you know um as somebody who's now sitting down and watching a series to like to really like learn more and invest in you know something that's already you know familiar to a lot of people through the film mm. but um you know figure out what's going on um in that universe and kind of like set up so many of these interesting little branching stories and i just thought it was like it was the perfect follow-up to what was ultimately a great film you know, you know the like, funny thing about it, of... it was you um what what four years ago now you told me that the uh i, I didn't know that the uh story that was from ghost in the shell was kind of taken from blade runner do you remember i don't know if you told me that and then you told oh, me to go yeah, yeah you told me to go a lot from blade runner yeah yeah, like, yeah so you told me to Pira, yeah so Pira you told me to yeah you told me to watch blade runner and see what i felt about it and then remember i came back to see oh, i didn't really like it so you said to me yeah mm. you couldn't it was a 50 50 chance i would like it or not um yeah with it's ghost in the shell sure. yeah with ghost in the shell i think you have to you don't have to know the story per se but it does help mm. if you have watched it it kind of if you help them watch yeah, the movie first helps. if you if you've watched the movie then you understand like the complexity and the depth of that world and the kind of the philosophical questions like what james yeah. was on about that they're asking about you know consciousness uh, and artificial intelligence blurring the lines between like humanity and uh, and ai and stuff like that uh, and that that's what really makes that fascinating and that's what really you know drives you to actually sit down and, and watch through standalone complexes they get into that in a lot more detail because they've just got more time you know over you know a series and everything to like to really flesh that out uh so i think everyone who really enjoys the kind of like the cyberpunk genre uh, yeah. and wants to see it in uh a kind of a long form format rather than just like a 90 minute film uh, i think everyone should watch standalone complex it's it, it's excellent yeah you know like the, the the way it deals with like the the philosophical stuff and everything like it's a bit like 
that kind of genre is it's a little bit flowery for some people i'll give you that it's just <laughs> depressing it's, you mean depressing yeah like, yeah but like it's it's it there's there's so much like narrative stuff up there that your brain's constantly thinking you know like it's like i remember the first time i watched akira and like my brain's doing fucking backflips and everything trying to did you go and see just to cut you did right. you go and see it again in the cinema uh when they uh when they re-released it uh, yeah Akira, you mean? did you go and see it yeah yeah i did like the 4k yeah what like, did you think you know i was remaster. bored shitless i was bored as oh, mate, i was so right. fucking bored uh, unless you unless you love akira already like you're gonna come out fucking bored like it's one of those films where you're like uh, I, i'm just like as somebody who's like you know been working around filmmakers and stuff since i was at uni and everything like i can just sit, i can just sit there and it's like porn for me like I can watch it and like every single shot I'm like fuck they hand animated everything right I'm gonna have yeah. to link you some stuff of like the people drawing like the individual tiny little pixels that represented like windows with lights on in skyscrapers right flickering on and off in the background and they hand animated each one of those animation cells frame by frame you know like 30 frames for each second so thousands and thousands of these things like almost like stop motion right and then you know they're doing these crazy depth of field things to get the bike in the foreground moving and like that amazing shot on the highway that everybody always calls back to of like Canada's bike coming into the foreground and then you know skidding to a stop a stop side on and everything like that has been like copied it you could look it up the amount of films and stuff that have copied that shot because it's just so iconic and looks yeah. so good right and requires such minimal camera work because you can't do you, when you don't have a camera you, you're kind of limited in what you can do really at least they were in 88 without software but before i go too deep into akira like yeah if you love akira if you love ghost in the shell yeah standalone complex is an amazing series that i think everyone should watch if they if they love like the kind of the cyberpunk genre be prepared for you know like a there's there's, there's a bit of lore in there you know it, it gets a bit brainy but if you're if you're into that if you just want to like if you want to really invest in like this crazy developed world with all of these interesting themes then yeah it's it's great so no i can i can i can i can relate yeah. to you um like I said to James, it was one of the first animes that I ever had on my... It was one of the first um, animes that I had on my PSP. I still don't own it on DVD, but it, it just wasn't my... Uh, it you wasn't my... It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't my... Um, <laughs> it wasn't my go-back to. It was my anime yeah. that I used to fall asleep to. I can't even lie to you. I've seen it hundreds <laughs> of times and probably woken up to it a hundred of times still playing in the background. Um, yeah. I would like to throw out something there, though. Um, I was watching television the other day, and I don't, I don't know if people know. Well, they do know that the Olympics is in Tokyo, and oh, yeah. the, the ladies, yeah. I believe, so because I've listened to it so many times, that sing the song in the intro was the same ladies that sung the song for for the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, because I heard that... a song, and I was like. I know this song. Why do I know this song? And I turned to the TV and it was the Olympics. And I thought, that's Jap J yeah. the, this this Japanese Olympics is going to be really good for me and probably oh, safe for you as well. They, just... They've definitely crushed it with the marketing budget, but like yeah. I think they they've got they've got to do it now because like they've put it off for a year. They've had to. They're like, oh, we've put so much money into this and we've been prepping for it for seven years. We yeah. got to figure yeah. out how to like get it gone, like get it sorted and, and make money out of it. But yeah that intro title sequence from the film whether you like the film or not is one of the most incredible pieces of animation ever yeah like, it's iconic right it's, it's really yeah, iconic it, it looks sounds the, the atmosphere that thing ha there's more atmosphere in like that two to three minutes of credits than there are in most entire anime series like that's true like, that's true like it's it's crazy like it's it's so well done that's and true. yeah like that's why i love ghost in the shell and that's why standalone complex you know I, your I think second is, choice. Is, is yeah it's my second choice and it's just so good it expands on all of that and just builds it into something even better that's fine um, that's fine 
Okay, so what is your third anime then? Yeah, okay, so the third choice for today, right, it was between, it was the same creator, and I was going to, like, and everybody always goes for Cowboy Bebop, and Cowboy Bebop is great, right? Yeah. I love Cowboy Bebop. But I picked Samurai Champloo. Oh, thank you. Um, I, you know how long I have been waiting for someone to pick this anime, <laughs> and I can't believe so that you're the good. first one to do this. I can't believe it. This is in the my way, top ten as well. That, the way that that the way that series like use, I mean, like you know, the way it uses music is like fucking sublime. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's why I love Bebop in the first place was the way that used jazz, but this uses hip hop in such an amazing way, in a way you never thought. And hip hop culture as well, with like, you know, Edo period Japan. Like you I, think exactly, it would never brother. fucking work. And it even brings you they history. Make it work. And it's it even great. gives you yeah. history as well. It even yeah, gives you yeah. little history bits. You know the part when the guy yeah. draws he, he draws something and it, and it and it tells you little history bits at the end. And I thought, what I I can't you know I mean Samurai Trump. Yeah, the artist and everything. Yeah. 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 Like there's there's so many crazy little stories that harken back to like immigrant culture in Japan and all of this stuff, right? That's kind of recorded in history for a country that's you know long been you know relatively isolated but they used it as a, a window to kind of tell this story to the west and you know it's got you know incredibly stylish action you know really well developed characters who you want to root for you know and like the the world is just you know it's so gorgeous and so alive and, and so well captured and like yeah all of the characters they're just they're fantastic you know like Jin is you know like amazing you know this silent stoic samurai you know who's kind of been you know excommunicated for something he may or may not have done you know and like just there's, there's so many amazing characters in it like in every little episode there's somebody unique you know and it, it feels like the action scenes are like proper, you know, like they're like a combination of like John Woo and um, Yun Wo Ping. So you've got like the, you know, the the, cra the crazy stylish, you know, like sword fights and stunt work, but also, you know, like with the uh, the, the the John Woo slow mo acrobatic style and everything. Like it just, it, you can tell like it it it, it takes so many influences from. Um, like from Asian action films, as well yeah. as uh, as well as you know traditional animation and storytelling, and I think it was in many ways like Cowboy Bebop was like the first one from you know that particular animator and everything to like really change up the formula, but that uh, but uh, Samurai Champloo kind of cemented that style as like oh you know we can. We can apply this to literally any point in history with the right writing team and you know the right resources we can tell a really cool story with you know a completely different style to what you'd expect and i don't think like out of the two you know like between that and bebop everybody loves bebop but like samurai champloo net i don't think it ever gets the credit it deserves people praise it but it never ends up on those lists you know, it's like it's always outdone by its older brother, and I don't think it should be. Um, people already know, yeah. The people know that Bebop is amazing, right? But I don't think enough people know that Sh Samurai Champloo is just as good. I think it is. Um, it is. And yeah, I, I just wanted to give props to that because I, I think it's it, it's an amazing, um, amazing series. That everyone should watch and i believe that is also on netflix if people want to watch that i think or it was for a long time but yeah samurai like... champlo for me was I, i'll be honest with you um it sounds really bad i know i'm probably gonna be hated for this i didn't really like bebop i think it got kind of boring where mm. samurai champlo i don't know because yeah i think he the artist that drew it the, the creator of bebop he yeah. evolved over time oh, yeah, and i yeah, think he you, realized you what he didn't do in bebop yeah like yeah. yeah like what he didn't do in bebop he could now do in samurai chomplo and have to meet Sa samurai chomplo 
for me is a masterpiece. I can't tell you how many untold times I've watched Samurai Champloo. I think the people. advantage of the setting of Samurai Champloo is right is it is the fact that you're you're limited by the historical context. So, you know, the characters could only move from town to town and then they'd run out of money and have to do dodgy shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, they'd, yeah. so they'd have to get yeah. in. Like, it's a metaphor for life, really. They would be forced to like get into the action or forced to have something happen or forced into like this kind of conflict. Yeah. And so th there would be you know the action and different stuff going, you know each episode whereas with um you know cowboy bebop you know like they're a ragtag crew of misfits and stuff you know traveling through the galaxy and realistically in the future when you've got the ship and you can go do this and go do that like you you can pretty much go anywhere and choose to do anything so you can choose the animator can choose to have more downtime you know um more not necessarily filler, but you know what I mean, like more stuff on the ship, more slower uh, character building rather than character building that's like in the moment as the action's going on, you know, people are forced to make choices. That stuff does happen in Bebop, but um, because, you know, the nature of the, the world in Bebop, like I said, you can go anywhere and do anything. You're not forced to, to deal with this problem as a character, like it there in the moment. Uh, I think that really served uh, Champloo a lot better in that, like, it kept a consistent pace of storytelling. Yeah. And the downtime in Champloo was uh, it dedicated to mostly building. Oh, what's her name's character? The the girl. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, but, her they, name right now. but they did it really well in a way that was super endearing and made her feel like unique and made her grow as a person and, and she wasn't annoying she wasn't yeah. annoying at all she wasn't That's no the... no like she had annoying tendencies but she recognized them and she grew from them and yep. like she's a completely different person by the end of the series to like who she is at the start and i'm so glad i sit down uh, sat down and, and watched it all again recently and i think everyone should do it i think it's super I've watched underrated it, Dan, i'll be honest with you i've watched it like 10 times yeah, it's great. And I, and, then, you know, it? and I and I keep bringing myself back to it, and I don't understand why. I know what happens, and every time, yeah. like you know, the sunflower thing. Some reason why I watch and I think, oh, I wonder if it's going to end differently this time, but it never does. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? But it's just one of those animes that always got to me, and I I think I've even bought a kimono because of the, the because of the main guy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've got a kimono. It, it doesn't look like his one. But I've bought. Them, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So hey, it's wherever yeah, it is, hey, it's, it's, yeah, the, it's brilliant. Good job, manga marketing. It works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's well, my, we could talk that's, about... my, that's my third pick anyway. Was Samurai Champloo. Good. Um, good. Okay. Really... So what's your fourth pick then? My fourth pick is a sports anime. Don't Traditionally, yeah. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's it's the granddaddy. Uh, Haikyuu is good, right? Haikyuu is, is renowned for being pretty good, but it's, it's modern, you know? Uh, and none of my shit on here really is modern. Um, okay. It's Hajime no Ippo. I've never heard of it. What's that about? Hajime no Ippo is the story of a young boy who becomes a champion boxer. And it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you really? Should, if, you've ne if you've never watched it, you should definitely watch it. It's like, it, it's it's more. It's a mix of like, um, you know, it's it's an OG sports anime before they were really popular, but it's much more of like a shonen. The kind of like, must get stronger, character development, learning more about myself, conquering my fears, kind of you know, pump you up kind of thing. Similar to like My Hero Academia and everything, okay, you know, yeah. um, like it's those kind of themes. It's like being more than you thought you could be and testing your limits and growing as a person i think it's it's such a simple story but one that's so beautifully told and so stylishly animated as well it looks fantastic like it you know you could just go watch clips on it um for the fight scenes from it from youtube and it's it's just great what's it like, called again fantastic. what's it called Hajime no Ippo. Ippo with two Ps. Okay. 
right? Uh, and it's just, it, it's great. It, it's like the anime version of Rocky, but if Rocky was like a sixteen-year-old kid, <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's honestly so good. And I think James will probably agree with me because I, I have no doubt in my mind at all that he has, he has watched this because uh, it's widely considered a classic and kind of pioneered what modern sports anime now became and everything. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be funny right now. Does it have a, a, a dirty female in it? Oh, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's weird, dirty characters of okay, every yeah, different so type. So that means you see, you know what? I'll be honest with you, like, James has probably seen it then. Those kind of, you know, the, the, those older, you know, 80s and 90s um, animes, you know, they, they have a lot of stereotypes and everything, but they're done usually in kind of an endearing way uh, that explores the stereotypes in like in a smart way to kind of like dispel any like silly rumors and stuff yeah. right um and uh, i think like usually they're pretty progressive about the way they they do those characters yeah you know like they may seem like a caricature at some point but inevitably it ends up with the main character realizing oh there's a lot more to this person as a human being than i first thought about you know and i think you know particularly when you're you know when you're focused on like training in a boxing gym and you've got the competition of other young fighters around you like you have in hajime no Ippo and the expectations of your coach on top of you know the, the hero of the story his own um his own expectations and his own goals constantly raising them um i think it's just it, it it's a fantastic series and i think it's one of those ones where you can go in completely blind knowing nothing about it and just get swept away by it because you have you have no idea what you're in for and you think oh you know it's just a sports anime but no it's like it's it's like the remember the feeling you got the first time you you watch Rocky, like of course. Oh, I love Rocky. Like, like it's it's fantastic. It just it it lifts you up. It grabs your spirit and it makes you feel like you can do fucking anything. You know, you can be an absolute bum. You know, like with like almost no future, but like with just raw talent. You know, and all it takes is that one person that you find to like bring the best out of you and and make you believe in yourself and help you push yourself to the next level and then it's it's kind of it's addictive you know when you when you reach that you're like wow you know i've got this rush i can be whoever i want to be yeah and i'm learning so much as i'm growing as a person i'm getting stronger i'm getting faster i'm getting fitter i'm getting smarter you know and i'm meeting more people who are making me better like every rivalry every challenge is a chance for me to grow as a person I think that's what Hajime no Ippo absolutely nails. And if you've never watched it, like, I don't think, uh, I, I know it's on, uh, like, Crunchyroll, but yep. I, it's not on Netflix or anything. So if I've you never, I've, I've honestly, I've never even heard of it. I think I'm going to click it onto my favorites today. And it's I'm going 100% to watch it. worth watching, dude. Like, if you love Rocky, if you love that kind of story, like, it's it's the Rocky of uh, of sports animes. It's yeah, because I liked. Um, did you ever see? Um, a, a, what's it called? A Megalo Box. Uh, I've heard of it. I've I've heard decent things about it, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah, so that's another type of mm. boxing. I love that. So if you're telling me this is more like Rocky, then oh um, yeah, yeah, okay. Th this is exactly like Rocky. Th this is <laughs> it's sixteen year old high schooler becomes Rocky. You know, like that. It's 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 great, man. Like it's yeah. everything you love about. What more do you need? Shown in anime. Yeah, exactly. With with a, a sports twist, it's great. Everyone should watch it. So that was my number four. Your number four. Okay. Yep. So what's your fifth? Okay. So the fifth one. Uh, we talked about this via text the other day. It's no secret. Um, I rewatched the original two arcs that they just put up on Netflix, and they've put like the the third arc movies and stuff up there and it's mobile suit gundam 
the original okay, mobile suit Gundam okay. from yep, yep. not from like 1978 when it first aired in Japan through to like the early 80s. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was a pioneer, absolute pioneer of what modern anime became. You know, modern anime techniques. You know the way they the way they drew stuff, the art style, the storytelling. Like it, it. I mean, it was basically you know it came out the year after Star Wars, and you can kind of tell that Japan needed its own version of Star Wars, right? Yeah. And anime was anime had always been super popular there. You know, it had really ki- started kicking off in the seventies, but I'd never had like the widespread acclaim outside of Japan until Gundam came along, and Gundam basically created the mecha genre on its own um i'm not a huge fan of the mecha genre the reason why i like gundam is because it doesn't rely on just having cool visuals and fancy sci-fi robots to tell a good story the original arc the story of amuro ray you know this guy who is essentially you know just an engineer who ends up becoming a guerrilla fighter against like an oppressive regime set in space like is a fantastic thing you know the way he becomes the first pilot of the the prototype you know rx-78 gundam Gundam, which is now so that's so iconic i mean there's bloody statues of it in japan and everything huge massive lincoln park yeah lincoln park yeah if you watch if you know lincoln park they've got normally when they do like an anime music video a Gundam is normally always in it oh always. yeah yeah Mike Shinoda their producer he loves all of that shit like I've got a book of like all of his artwork and everything I got the 20th anniversary um special edition of Hybrid Theory uh, really which came with, what's with, it look yeah. like oh it's, it's a big ass box set it's like the size of a vinyl LP right but it's got all of a huge art book of all of his concept drawings a load of unreleased b-sides and shit it's great like highly recommended if you can get it it's pretty you won't believe me though I've got all of Linkin Park's albums I've got I love Linkin Park yeah. it's one of my uh, favorites I think they're great yeah, yeah. but oh, sorry, like, yeah, Mike Shinoda absolutely loves Gundam and you can tell like like I actually thought Gundam did get better and everything. Like my favorites are like the original, the original two Gundam arcs, like yep. from '78 to like '81, '82, and like the movies that tied in with it. I thought were great. Um, and then I didn't think Gundam was great again until like the late '90s. Like, do you remember Gundam Wing? Like when Gundam yes, Wing that, yeah, Gundam Wing brought it back. Gundam Wing was the one that kind of revitalized it, I think, and was uh, is really good as well. So like, you can you can start from Gundam Wing. You don't have to watch the OG stuff. The OG stuff is amazing if you like old anime. Yeah, but if you start from Gundam Wing, you're you're kind of well. Fine. They all don't. Well, they apparently they all don't tie into one another. They all different no, no, they're unique universes. They're, they're stand they're standalone story arcs in like that they are like different versions of the same universe yeah. if you get what i mean set at different points in time it's kind of like final fantasy games you know like there's a bunch of different universes but they all have kind of weird links and the same premise each yeah. story each story each each arc is self-contained um so you can pretty much start anywhere Although I think they farmed Gundam out a bit as a, a license now, like you know, there's like Super Gundam Builders and like Orphans, yeah, there's Orphans now, yeah, there's, there's Orphans and, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, there's like, a lot James, of stuff. If I find out you've been watching that Gundam Waifu show, like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> nah, nah. In all in all seriousness, like anybody now, now you've got no excuse. It's on Netflix. Watch the first two seasons of the original Gundam, and you'll realize why everybody loves it so much, and you'll realize why it became popular and why kind of anime exploded at like the end of the seventies and the start of the eighties, where like. The, the big franchises started coming out so yeah like my my fifth was mobile suit gundam and okay cool thoroughly deserves it that's cool mate so what is your sixth anime then my sixth is early 80s absolutely iconic you know it's hokuto no ken 
Fist of the North Star. Like, has to be in it. it. It's just, it's so fucking good. It's unbelievable. The fact that they actually managed to make a good game out of it as well is great. Like, how many, can I ask you a question though? How many times have you seen it as well? How many times have I watched the original Fist of the North Star? Yeah. Oh, probably about five times. I it's, think. it's weird that you can watch that over and over again, right? It's, it's just so satisfying. Like, yep. it's it, like it, it, it's easy to watch. It's easy to understand. It tells a really heartfelt story, has stupidly over-the-top action. It's never too complicated. It doesn't dive into, like, all of these different world-building themes and everything. It's just one man's journey to find a woman that he loves so much that he would literally die for. And he just happens to be the last in the line to this crazy, stupid, powerful martial arts school. Uh, and yeah. he has to overcome these absolute fucking beasts of men along the way who are similar to him. And it's just, it's great. Like, Kenshiro is like the OG when it comes to like shonen anime heroes. You know, he is like the template that they're all built off, you know. Uh, he's just so stoic, so iconic, so over the top, so strong, but you know, has a heart of gold, is genuinely a good person, and the world reacts to him and he builds a story through his journey. You know, he gives meaning to the um the the lives of, of other characters around him who, you know, are living in this fucking miserable bandit ridden World War Three post-despair of the world, me. And, and he brightens up their world along the way, despite being an absolute badass who can kill people with his fingers, you know, and make them fucking explode. Like it's just, it, it's great, you know. There's there's a reason why there are so many memes about you know, <laughs> Omoi wa mo shinderu, you know, yeah, like shinderu. it's yeah, <laughs> it's just it, it, it's so iconic. It's perfect. It, it's kind of untouchable in its own right and you know it it shaped modern shonen anime you know in, in ways that yeah not it's very you know what it is it's, did. it shaped like you i know, said to james like I, like I said to james there was a machine in chocadero and it had it had um the uh, fist of the north stuff in it and i'm telling you now you can't oh, is it fist the punching of the north star yeah fist of the north star is that the anime so hard <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you remember that game, yeah? Yeah, they have it. Um, they have a working cabinet of it at uh, Heart of Gaming in um, in South London. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. They have a, a working version of it. Like they. Oh, um, that was the hardest game ever. Mate, it's like uh, that was hard when you were a teenager. Like, imagine how knackering it is now. You're in your fucking mid thirties and yeah. shit. <laughs> like, now, I, I will advise, you know what? I, I will tell everybody: if you like Fist of North Star, if you go to the heart of gaming and you see that machine, just play it, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because Fist of oh, North Star fun. is so yeah. iconic. You can't. Everyone wanted to be Kane Shido. Everyone, everyone had their own move. Everyone pretended to be him. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah. Uh, Magical. And the fact that they they managed to turn that, like I said, into a successful video game, and not be trash. Like if you haven't played um, Fist of the North Star: Lost Paradise on PS4, it's made by the same people who made the Yakuza series. Okay. Um, and essentially, it's just a Yakuza game, but set in like with Kenshiro as the main character, set in the Fist of the North Star world. You know, you got. It's little easy to explore open world side missions, quests, crazy arcadey combat with like combos and super over the top like heat moves where you do like your pressure points make them explode, build meter and stuff like it's super fun. And that game is mad cheap now. So like if you love Fist of the North Star, play that. It's just that there's mini games in it as well where you're a bartender and you to raise money you in when you finally get to like the city or whatever the shitty slummy city like you have to raise money and you can become a bartender and like you, you do like these little mini games like you get in the uh, quick time events like you get in the um in the yakuza games and everything for stuff like karaoke to mix yeah. the perfect drink to like kind of get a conversation going with a character or whatever 
Like, and Kenshiro's there all buffed up, but he's in a tux, right? This ghetto-ass tux. <laughs> and, you know, he, he does all these woof, 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 where his hands are moving ridiculously fast, can't even see, but he's mixing the perfect drink. Yeah. And then he pops it down at the end and it comes up on the screen. It's like, you're already drunk. Right. <laughs> you are it's just it's so it's so great like uh like if you if you haven't played that game it's it's one of the few good video game anime adaptations i think that's super faithful so yeah hokuto no ken fist of the north star you know it's just it's iconic it's there for a reason it's so good everyone should watch it good it's choice. insanely violent and i probably watched it when i was way too young <laughs> yeah we did for it. we did but um but yeah it's like it, 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 it has just some great character development, great themes, really interesting, uh, and you know, um, just a great a great world uh, and a, a really good hero who uh, you know kind of shaped a lot of modern shonen anime um, through how he was made. But yeah, that's my my sixth one. And okay, and then last and one. not least. Last but not least, it had to be on here. It's the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. You're like, damn right, <laughs> Skippy! <laughs> like, how can you not put Dragon Ball on here? Like, OG Dragon Ball, fine. It's okay, right? I, I, it's a really good setup to what would become the greatness of Dragon Ball, which in my opinion was, like, the kind of the Z arc, you know, like... It's just banger after banger after banger for so long. And yeah, you know, like it was my first, it was my first real love affair with like super long form anime. Cause like you might notice that I don't have like Bleach, Naruto, One Piece on here. I actually haven't watched any of them. Oh, right. And that's mainly because you'll change your mind. uh, The thing is, right, I'm sure it's very good, but the problem is, it's like there's 900 episodes of each fucking one, and I'm an old man. You skip the filler, man. You skip the filler. You skip it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like what I exactly wanted to talk about was like, you know, I I think I kind of romanticized a lot of Dragon Ball because of the fact that I was young and it was also amazing. And like, I didn't realize that, yeah, you know, when you first watch it, like, before they, um, you know, redid it, and essentially cut out a lot of the filler there was quite a bit of filler because essentially it had to be serialized for japanese tv and like they just wanted it out every single week you know for like years but you realize just what an amazing feat it was for toriyama to pull that off for literal decades and have it never really missed the mark until very late like after you know like the it gets off to a slightly, you know, slow start with like, you know, the 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 Saiyan saga and everything. Like the Saiyan saga is where it really kicks off. And then, you know, afterwards you got Namek saga, Freezer saga, you know, Android saga, Cell saga, Cell Games saga, you know, um Boo saga, like, yeah. Boo saga. Like and all of those sagas throughout the entire that's the entirety of like Z, basically, right? They're yeah. all fucking great. Like are. some are stronger than others, but they're consistently great. Like, and that's what's mind blowing is that 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 goes on. That's years and years and years of work, right? And so many animes, you know, they have pitfalls here and there where some seasons are just shockingly, shockingly bad, and then it's oh, it's okay, it's a return to form and everything. But no, you know, like there were bits and pieces of filler in there. But they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what story they wanted to tell. Like Toriyama had it all figured out, and then he fucked it up at the end and ruined Gohan and made uh, made Goku the main character, who's a fucking dickhead, frankly. Goku. We is... don't. We don't. <laughs> we yeah, don't we talk don't. about Goku here. There's so, <laughs> mate. I'll be honest with you. There's so. How many times did you want Vegeta to get his justice and get his like his final push? And every uh, time you did it, you just thought to yourself, like, you know what? Let just just let Goku fight the guy and kill him because Vegeta <laughs> would train, he would lose, he'd be stronger than Goku for what two minutes, and then Goku would come yeah. back and go, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm level three. But now. it's it's his the whole idea is that like he would lose because of his Saiyan pride, you know, yeah. like it would it would limit him. You know, he wouldn't be able to let go of 
his own pride and feelings and, and in doing that he wouldn't be able to tap into his full potential and I understand why they did that and that's why I, I've loved Vegeta as a character and why I love Piccolo as a character as well ironically funny story uh, one of the best moments I've ever had surrounding anime was when I was um, I went to MCM Comic Con one year and okay. I was queuing up to get food and I randomly ran into uh, Chris Saber, the guy who does the voice for um, Piccolo and Vegeta. Did he sound like him. And all my. Well, no, he like he he has this 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 big round American voice like this, yeah. but you know, like you know, he can immediately go into Goku and stuff like that, like for his Piccolo, and like he, he can just turn it on. He's one of those amazing voice actors who can just do anything. He does ton of voices as well he does all might in my hero academia he does kuwabara in uh yu yu hakusho or i think it's sin i think it's yu yu hakusho don't don't kill me i haven't watched it um but uh <laughs> yeah he he does a ton of like really famous anime voices because he's just so adaptable and he was like he was one of the nicest dudes i've ever met you know uh, i randomly had you know some dragon ball like art with me because i heard he was doing a signing so i was planning to queue up and he was there just getting a sandwich with me he was, i was like can i have a picture can you sign this do you have you know a couple of minutes to talk before you head back to the desk so i had a quick chat with him and he's lovely he's super funny as well like really really nice guy but yeah um dragon ball again like i said you know just that uh, dragon ball z is is so iconic so consistent and yeah you know whatever you think about how toriyama kind of you know did gohan dirty and everything um you know they kind of did some interesting things with super there were some okay things you know like so, some of the new characters were really good like you know i loved like Whis and beerus and even jiren i think jiren is super underrated um yeah and uh yeah it, it does get a bit silly you know um ultra instinct now like he's perfected ultra instinct he's the same it's marketing, power as Beerus, it's marketing. it's yeah, marketing it's it is it's marketing. a campaign it's a campaign what, what, what i want them is to do like full potential unleashed gohan who manages to reach ultra instinct without super saiyan power like i want them to do that next like find like do, do the gohan redemption arc like none of this silly goku must get more powerful shit like the whole idea originally was to make gohan the main character but then the marketing team came into toriyama and said hang on you can't do this anymore you know like goku's just too popular yeah, <laughs> like, goku is and they just they, they made it they made him make changes and to be fair you know like he made changes in a way that didn't really diminish the impact of the story towards the end of dragon ball z and everything it was still really good yeah but you know by the boo saga it wasn't as good as like cell games or freezer saga and stuff like that but it was still good you know yeah. um i, I wouldn't literally say a bit to, deflating to be yeah. honest i would literally say to you the reason why i can probably connect with you on dragon ball z the most is because of the of the law and the backstory of when you're sitting down with your mates and you're going over like, what did you think about Dragon Ball? And you're arguing who is the best character and who wasn't. And like, and you were making up the story with your friends about the future of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I think that's where Dragon Ball Z got its hype from because you were you oh, were yeah. left on you're a cliffhanger. Theorizing. Yeah. yeah, you were yeah, you were left with this cliffhanger. You didn't know what yeah, you didn't know what Goku was gonna do, you didn't know where he mm. was gonna be, and you just like you just basically just yeah. went with it. Like no one knew about two, three, four, and Super Saiyan twenty-one, and now yeah, he's got Ultra Instinct. So we're all waiting and for all like of what's the movies next, you know? and the different timelines and stuff. Like, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the reason why you know so many other um, animes that came after it and everything like Naruto and everything were so popular. Were was because like they they saw that that was a winning formula. They had to create this air of like mystery around this character like he's almost mythical he's too too insane to be real in some way but yeah. endearing enough that you want to follow his story so you keep making up your own in your head like 
and to my knowledge for people i've never watched naruto but the people who i know who, who love it and everything like naruto and one piece the reason why they're so popular even though there's so many goddamn episodes and it takes way too long to get through all of them is because you know like you would make up your own stories as you went along because you were so excited to see what happens next and the potential seemed kind of unlimited and that was a writing style that was kind of pioneered by Toriyama yep. like in terms of doing it over like long form over several seasons and having people really buy into it and like the the series that came after that like Naruto and One Piece kind of learned from that and built their characters and their stories to have like this long lasting thing I think yeah, it was that's really truth. smart yeah that is the truth there's like, I've realized there's a difference between in when it comes to animes a difference between franchises and basically what you deem to be good certain like yeah. you said certain animes like Samurai Champloo will never be put in the league as to say Dragon no, Ball Z One like, Piece that, because of what it, it is they are there's there's franchises and then you know there's uh, like standalones and yeah. everything and I think I pre- now I prefer like uh, a short a standalone series or a standalone series with like you know 20 episodes a season or something something yep. digestible rather than like you know fucking six million bleach episodes that i'm never gonna watch no matter yeah, how no, good I understand it is. that yeah like Definitely. like uh, it's that's just me i think it's easier to watch and i think that um japanese animation studios particularly now when they're distributing and stuff through crunchyroll are starting to realize that you know they're condensing the story and just making it more fleshed out in fewer episodes and then using that uh, as a way to kind of like build the hype for the next season and everything like look look how well netflix have done just by the hype building and merchandising in between seasons of castlevania how oh. much fucking merch have they fucking sold for Mate, Castlevania? I'll be honest with you, like, that's they, they one of the ones saved Konami. <laughs> brother, that's that's one of the ones where I need you, James and Joel. We need to we need to really go over these animes like like like, like with a fine tooth comb because Castlevania is one of the ones I want to get the three of the three of you on so we I'm can a, literally I'm a huge, talk about I'm a huge nerd about yeah. Castlevania lore yeah. as well, just like James is. Like I I, I I loved all those games and played them to death when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I would I would love to do that. Just like I would love to come back and do like my six or seven anime movies. Because that's I, fine. I yeah, we can do that. You know what? I, I did. You know what? The funny thing about it, you've given me now an idea to do that. So yeah, I will literally get people to come on to give their um. It's to give uh, their, it's, their it's it's. It, it, it's like it's one thing you know a, a lot i know a lot of people's exposure to anime is mainly just through movies like you know fucking ghibli and dragon ball movies and stuff like that and then they go and they watch the series later but there's literally there's so many different series that are amazing and so many movies that are amazing in in totally different ways and for totally different reasons that you're just like it's it's too much i have to do two separate lists for me exactly there's, just, there's, there's so much out there no so, but yeah, we'll have to do that no what we'll do is we'll fun. have to do yeah we'll have to do that another time um the the recording is going to cut out so i'm going to say dan thank you yeah. very much for your list Absolutely. of animes you have given me today no no worries man like go go look up that you know hajime no ippo and stuff in particular oh i will i will i'm I, mate get, I, you see you see all your guys uh all your guys predictions and not for predictions all your all the animes that you guys are giving me i have a lot to watch and i'm literally gonna sit yeah. down to try to find all of them and just try to sit them down but before it cuts out do you have anything to plug quickly or do you have anything that your Twitter uh, handle yeah. anything you want to say if you if you want to watch any of my stuff uh, i'm going to get back to streaming regularly very soon uh, on twitch.tv forward slash pre-rendered powers that's all one word yeah. um also hopefully um from next week going forward so maybe in two weeks time you might see some of my uploads uh, i'm going to be the uh, new video editor for tyrant uk's uh fighting game community youtube channel uh, doing uh tutorials combo videos you know funny 
stream compilations, fails, all of that stuff, uh, tournament roundups. Um, yeah, so uh, youtube.com uh, slash frame advantage, one word. Um, I will be the video editor hopefully going forward um, if everything goes okay. I'm in all of the negotiations for that at the minute. Uh, and yeah, um, that's where you can find me for now. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Mr. Danielson. Okay, like so everybody, you heard him. Please go and watch the animes. Go and watch this guy. He's he's really good. He's he's good when it comes to everything. I'm telling you now. He's not. He ain't joking when he knows about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Don't hold me up too no, much, no, no, no. Because all my listen, mate. I'll be I'll be honest with you. All my mates, we're all a we're all a very unique group, and people don't see it until you know we you, you know you know who I say we are, and I'm not, we're not saying I'm not big headed about like who the people we are. We're the type of people that you know when our passion shines through something. We're the type of people where, you know, we'll be on stage talking to people and people ask, so how did you get that far? And we'll be like, the passion that we've had for what we believed yeah, in. Yeah, because you love it. Like... Yeah, has made us grow. We didn't do it for money, even though the money's nice, but our passion will shine through and it will hold us, it, it will hold us all together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it will hold uh, us yeah, and it won't make us insane. People, like anybody can do it. It takes longer for some people than others, right? Yes. It's been a fucking struggle for me. I'm not going to lie. And I'm still yeah. not there yet, but there's light at the end of the tunnel now. Exactly. And if, if it can happen to me in my like almost mid thirties, then, and it's happened to so many people when they're younger as well. And there are people it happens to when you're older. So like, don't lose sight of that as cheesy as it sounds like just if you believe in something enough and you love something enough you know shoot for it go for it because if you love something enough you're gonna have interesting to say things to say about it isn't it yeah you see what you just said there and, that, and that's my point exactly but everybody um this has been the dan um dan the sofa soldiers um top seven anime list i've been your boy teddy hoggle like subscribe and all the other jazz peace to later dan Later.